Welcome back to Wandering in the Word here at First Lutheran. We are uh, coming to you from a very festive location today. We're in the north entryway vestibule, which has been decorated so nicely. Um, thanks to Lorraine for your artistic touch in this space. It is very much appreciated um, for all, all who enter through here. So anyway, we are talking about our scripture readings for Sunday, which is the third Sunday in Advent. Um, a lot of our friends around uh, the country are reading the story of Mary and Elizabeth. Um, we are doing something a little different at First Lutheran this weekend. We're going to have our service of healing. And so uh, our scripture themes are geared toward um, that. And so we wanted to preview some of those with, with you all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we can just jump right in then. Let's do it. Do it. Okay. So this is for December 19th, 2021. We'll be reading the Old Testament reading from Isaiah 65, verses 17 to 25. The prophet Isaiah says this. For I am about to create new heavens and a new earth. The former things shall not be remembered or come to mind, but be glad and rejoice forever in what I am creating. For I am about to create Jerusalem as a joy and its people as a delight. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and delight in my people. No more shall the sound of weeping be heard in it or the cry of distress. No more shall there be in it an infant that lives but a few days or an old person who does not live out a lifetime. For one who dies at a hundred years will be considered a youth and one who falls short of a hundred will be considered accursed. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For like the days of a tree shall the days of my people be, and my chosen shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain or bear children for calamity. For they shall be offspring blessed by the Lord and their descendants as well. Before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox, but the serpent, its food shall be dust. They shall not hurt or destroy on my holy mountain, says the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. There's a lot going on in there. And it's all good news. Yeah. I mean, this is a great vision. I mean, this is kind of what we're waiting for during the season of Advent, yeah. is for God's reign to come um, to us fully. And it will look a lot like Isaiah describes here. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting picture. I mean, it's we, we wanted. I, I was wanting to wanting it to be heaven. Mm. But like it's not quite. I mean, you're still going to die, but you're just going to be old. Yeah. You'll get to live your full you get to yeah, live lifetime. like a complete yeah. lifetime. Um, you still have to work, right? <laughs> but you get to enjoy the fruits of yes. your labors, and that I mean, I, there's something very satisfying about that. Yeah, yeah, getting to like, yeah, plant the thing and eat it, and feels very like homesteady. <laughs> like you're working on your own little thing instead of working for a big corporation or hmm. like sustainable something. gardening kind of you know <laughs> off the grid living kind of kind of going to be a lot of sustainable gardening <laughs> the rain of God that sounds great but you know you think of some reasons why you know why would it happen that one person would build a house and another would inhabit and maybe it's because their life was cut short or maybe oh. it's because an invading army came and you know hauled you off into exile and they enjoyed the fruits of your labor yeah. and um so one of the themes we're talking about this weekend is um 
the healing, the healing of the nations and yeah. peace among people. And um, that's something that I think is maybe not overtly um, laid out here, but is alluded to certainly. Yeah, especially towards the end. I mean, I, I remember when I was in DC at the National Gallery of Art, mm -hmm. there were several images and different famous paintings of this kind of image of the wolf and the lamb mm -hmm. or, the, and the, or the lion and the lamb. I and mean, here it's the wolf and the lamb eating together. You know, the lion is eating, eating straw, <laughs> which is kind of comical, mm. um, like the ox. And, and then the poor serpent, of course, he never gets yeah. a break. They're going to get dust no matter what. But um, yeah, and they're like on a mountainscape, you know, with this holy mountain of the Lord. Um, but yeah, that image of peace where there's no hurting or destroying anymore. Um, the powerful and the weak are together. And I'm, now I'm starting to think there's maybe some bad news in here for us, which is if the lion is not eating meat, does that mean humans can't either? If oh my gosh. can't destroy. Um, if the wolf's not eating the lamb and the lion's not eating whatever the lion eats, I think we're heading toward a, a vegetarian future. Maybe. Everybody. That's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can at least be, I learned a new phrase called flexitarian. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> which is, I just learned my brother is a flexitarian, which is like he primarily is vegetarian, but like he doesn't like, if he's offered meat or if it was like, mm. you know, chicken broth and something, he doesn't. Oh. Exactly. worry about if there's that anchovies in a caesar dressing well that sounds gross but um <laughs> yeah it's like he, he will still eat but it's a flexitarian so there's a little wiggle room but he's primarily <laughs> when you I first like said it. that i was thinking <laughs> that like i eat meat but only like if it's roadkill <laughs> well, <laughs> well i mean maybe i didn't go into that much detail with him about that but i kind of like that idea or if, if an animal has lived out its full lifetime then you can <laughs> eat it yeah i maybe i maybe have let us off track <laughs> so what are we know, talking about? Healing and wholeness and vision for the future when when there isn't you know sickness and and disability, but that we're all capable and things are sort of ordered in such a way that they they make sense and it feels just and right, and that's that's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah, that I mean, you know, even reading that that first time those verses in like twenty and twenty one about infants, you know, living out and everyone living their full life, it's just like. We, you know, we we have people in our congregation that mm -hmm. for which that has not been the reality. Right. You know, and it's so painful. People have it's died so too hard. soon, especially in these last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, so many people dying too soon. Um, and yeah, and I mean, it does give this image of hope. Mm -hmm. You know, that there is going to be a time, and I think every generation kind of has that. You know, I mean, th these people in in Isaiah sixty five. This is after the Babylonian exile, and so they had just come back to their country that was de not decimated and they don't recognize anything because they've been gone for generations and are kind of starting over in this new reality and, and this new hope. And I think, you know, we kind of all kind of come into new hopes, new, you know, after devastation, we, it's a, it's a human trait to seem to be able to still have hope kind of despite the most And I think it's because the promise of God endures and God who is faithful to the promise, you know, we trust that we're not now where we will be. And, yeah. and God says, I'm about to create new heavens and a new earth. The former things shall not be remembered or come to mind. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that is hopeful. And I mean, I think that is part of what Advent is, is that, you know, although mm -hmm. things are hard and we've been waiting, there's hope that, yeah, that God's going to create something new, you know. Um, and I think we get glimpses of that. We never finally get the full realization of this holy mountain, but we, we see it <laughs> and we strive for it yeah. and we hope for it. And um, yeah.
Well, I mean, since we're talking about healing and um, kind of some suffering and things, why don't we read our New Testament reading and see what that has to say? Yes. James chapter 5, verses 13 through 16a. Are any among you suffering? They should pray. Are any cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise them up. For anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Yeah. More good news. I mean, there's some good news in here that... um, even if we are sick or suffering, um, there's there's a response that is still faithful, <laughs> and that um, you know it doesn't say how you should pray or what you should pray for when you're suffering, but to pray, um, we should talk about maybe a little asterisk by um, that verse that says the prayer of faith will save the sick, because yeah. sometimes that gets. <clears throat> twisted or maybe misused a little bit to say like, oh, you weren't made well. I guess you didn't pray hard enough. Yeah. Your faith wasn't strong enough. Um, and that's really harmful. And I, I don't think James would want us to take that path. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, I think we kind of have to take that broader view of healing that, you know, sometimes, you know, we're, we're sick and we are going to die. Mm-hmm. We're all going to die at some point. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the that's, problem with yeah. mortality and being human. And that is part of the human condition yeah. is that, you know, we will all, all die. Um, but that, I mean, I, you know, I've been honored enough to be able to be with people in hospice and kind of share some of those sacred moments with folks. And there's definitely still healing that can happen in, in those end of life moments. And it, it's not like the, the, the physical healing is kind of the more like, I mean, it's kind of tied with forgiveness oftentimes, yes, reconciliation, right. um, kind of releasing of old hurts and things, mm-hmm. and that that is Yeah, with your relationship healing. with God and then... The with each other, and um, well, that's where, I mean, the healing is. It's not always in the literal curing of mm-hmm. cancer, although, I mean, sometimes it is, you know. Yes, not, praise God. We love when miracles happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, who and, doesn't? And for a lot of folks, you know, who don't have kind of those, like death or not death, but who like, you know, have chronic pain or you know, some mm-hmm. broken relationships and things. There's, there's kind of that healing and forgiveness, I think are really tied together. There's mm-hmm. the forgiveness is, is, a, is a element of kind of being honest and truthful about things that have happened, naming things. And from there, then healing and reconciliation does, can come, not always, but um, can and yeah, yeah, that's a that's just a huge piece of our our spiritual health and wholeness as well. And so I think, too, when we say healing, we often think of like a very narrow sort of like, well, how is your physical body doing? Yeah. And and you know, health and wholeness is so much more than that. Really, if we're thinking holistically, and God, who created all of us and loves all of us, I think has his broader sense in mind. Yeah. Yeah, and so we'll be doing a healing service this Sunday, which might be kind of yes. foreign to some folks. True. Or at least like a distant memory from something we have done. But we'll be doing it. What are we, what's it going to look like? Right. Well, just like as, as James says, um, maybe call for the elders of the church and have them pray over you and anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord. And so we're going to have out some of our, our um, 
balm. It's a, it's a scented kind of oil, and um, we would be um, happy to sit down with people individually or as a family and um, and say a prayer with you about whatever healing needs you are feeling in your life, or we can pray on behalf of others. But that's going to be an opportunity we open up during Holy Communion, during the distribution this Sunday during the service. And so we'll have some more sort of logistical details kind of ready to uh, share with you on that day. But if that's something that would be meaningful for you, uh, come worship with us this Sunday. That's It's going to be harder to do the anointing through like live stream and radio, of course. So if you can uh, make it in person on Sunday, this is something that um, yeah, we haven't done for a long time at yeah. First Lutheran, and I think folks have found it meaningful in the past, and so we're going to kind of bring that back as a, as a, a way that Christians throughout the whole history of the church have responded to um, sickness and suffering, and that's something that, yeah, we want to make available to people. Yeah, it's kind of in place of the, like, we've done, like, blue Christmases and stuff, yeah. where we kind of acknowledge and recognize pain and grief and this, I think this is part of it in offering alongside that then the opportunity to for the the healing and the prayers and um yeah because I mean I, I don't know about everybody else but this is, it does feel I mean heavy I was thinking back to a year ago and Christmas Eve and everything we were doing in front of a camera yeah. we we're doing all these videos and we're past that part but like we are not done right. like and in some ways there's you know just as much suffering and pain and mm-hmm. um with folks these days and so yeah this is kind of a, an acknowledgement of that but although christmas is beautiful and it's lovely and it's you know we a lot of celebration to do there is still a lot of kind of deep emotion mm-hmm. that comes with it and so yeah this whole sunday service is going to look similar to our typical sunday morning service but it's gonna it's gonna be a little more contemplative um things will be a little bit different as far as scripture readings and how we're um responding to them but um well, hopefully it'll just be, it'll be a really cool It'll experience. be beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, and needed. So hope you all can join us wherever you may be. But right. well, any closing thoughts here? No. Great. Well, um, on behalf of Melissa and Pastor Brandy and myself, um, we're so glad you could join us for this uh, December 19th, 2021, Wandering in the Word. Um, happy Advent, everybody. And um, we will talk to you all again soon. Bye. Bye.